Hot 97. I am your host, Magic Mike, and you're listening to The Black View, your most informative podcast station. And on this segment, we discuss politics, community events, and oh yeah, the ass of the day. So if you ready, I'm ready. Let's get into this. Yeah. I hope everybody's having a blessed day today. I hope everybody's day has been wonderful. I hope that, you know, your work day started off. It's the end of the work week now. So now you can get back to real things, hanging out with the family, uh, cooking a hot meal tonight, or just going out and doing some entertainment. Maybe catching a show, sitting down at home and watching a movie, or going out to eat, or maybe just sitting around and just talking about how the week went and just unwinding. Either way it goes, spend some family time. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters out there who is supporting our podcast station from Donetta Wallace's Wait to Wash Up to uh, DJ Debo uh, Uncut Smooth Grooves. We appreciate uh, all of the great feedback we've gotten from people about our show and uh, what we're trying to do and how informative we've been. We really do appreciate that from everybody and we thank you. So with that, let's get right on to business. Hey, what I wanted to do was make sure that everybody uh, took up in the worship and the prayer and uh, kept the Mandela family in their prayers because they lost uh, Miss Willie Mandela. She died at 81 this week. So uh, I wanted to make sure that everybody kept them in their prayers. And for people that doesn't know who she was, she was a South African human rights icon. She was a strong activist. Um, made a lot, a lot of changes happen over there. She was one of the most feared women because of her strong ties and the things that she could get done and make happen. Um, she actually had more power than her husband. So when you get a chance, for those that don't know, you might want to research that and, and uh, see the beauty in who she is. You know, I just pray that somebody steps up in, 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 uh, in her you know, in her position since she's gone and uh, continue the legacy and continue to work, you know, that because uh, that's what's really needed over there right now, you know, to keep that going. You know, it's a fight all over the world for our brothers and sisters. And we need to make sure that we stand strong and that we continue to make things happen. One more person I, uh, thing I want to bring up also well, there was a young man that's been in the news, you know, in the black news and on TV. They were talking about uh, Michael Brown. He's a 17 year old year old young man from uh, Houston, Texas. Now, let me tell you, he's a very extraordinary young man. This young man at 17 has been accepted to has been accepted and awarded a full scholarship ride to all the top 20 colleges there are in the U.S., all top 20 colleges have offered him a full ride. That tells you a lot about this young man. What I like about it is, is that it sends a message to our young people what you can do and how you can do if you apply yourself and you focus on what you need. You stay diligent 
in the things that you need and that you need to get done. Don't let anything take you away from the path that you should be on at all times. And I just want to say big ups to that young man. Big ups to his family for standing behind him and supporting because I know his mom and his dad have to be just overwhelmed with joy to know that they raised such a young man that uh, carries this type of clout. He is now a leader for the youth out here that showing a great example of what you can be. So I appreciate that, you know, so, you know, big ups to that, you know, in, in spite of the, the news anchor anchors, excuse me, anchors who tried to put him down um, and made it look like he was taking scholarships from other students because he was a young black man, young black youth that got a top full ride. That's sad that they didn't, you know, want to commend the young man. They wanted to try to tear him down and break him down. But, you know, you sometimes you have to swim through the sharks to get to the shore. And this young man swam through and he got to the shore. So big ups to that young man, Michael Brown. And uh, here at uh, GV Hot 97, our hats are off to you, young man. I also want to give my hats off to Jay-Z and his mother, Gloria Carter, for the Sean Carter Foundation. They're giving out grants once again uh, from $1,500 grants to, I mean, scholarships to $2,500 scholarships. I didn't mean to say grants. Please excuse me. Scholarships, you know, from their scholarship fund. Um, all you have to do is look them up, Sean Carter Foundation and apply. This is also open to help and assist high school students needing help as well. So make sure you take advantage of that. You know, that's the type of thing that I can speak good about when we have a brother who's pioneering things like this to help encourage our young people to be able to stand up. And he's putting his dollars to work. You know, a lot of times, our entertainers and our athletes sometimes uh, forget that there are people that support them out here. And sometimes you got to give back. And I big ups once again to Jay-Z and his mama, Gloria Carter, for the Sean Carter Foundation. We really, really, really appreciate you. And we love you for what you do. We thank you. We thank you. We're going to take us a little break here for a minute. But stay tuned to GV Hot 97. I'm your host, Magic Mike. I'll be right back with you.
Hey, welcome back to GV Hot 97. I am your host, Magic Mike. Scrolling around on Facebook today, you know, I've seen so many different things. You know, folks always posting things about family and, and love situations and um, different types of things that go on amongst men and women. I just want to say there was one that caught my attention that talked about family structures and, you know, absentee parents and parents that are there. And uh, it was kind of home going for me because, you know, I've been on both sides of the fence, you know, as an absent parent, you know, I, I've been on that side of the fence and I've had my struggles with that to where I had to, you know, my kids had to have a sit down with me and talk to me, you know, growing up as a, and being a young parent, there's no excuse, but there's no, uh, roadmap to help us be parents. So when you're a young parent, you make a lot of mistakes. And as you grow older, you try your best to grasp and do the best that you can to make sure that your children know you love them and that you care for them and that, you know, you're there for them. One thing I want to say is sometimes we get so caught up in our own emotions that we forget about the children. You know, I know one for myself, I thought that um, when there was infidelity in, in our relationship, I thought that. I was hurting her by just not uh, spending as much time with my children as I was supposed to, just making sure I paid my child support or dropped off money if it were needed and those type of things. And if they called me for the money, I would show up. And I thought that was me doing my part, being in a young, finite mind. I didn't understand that later on that was to my demise. And I would find myself trying to rebuild and rekindle flames with my children, you know, um, and sometimes it's a hard job because, uh, the, you know, when they're living with the other parent who may have a scorned heart or a scorned mind about these situations, you, you just never know what's being put in the child's head. I just always feel like that it's each parent's responsibility to talk about what their part was in the issue and clear that up. No, no one parent should have to clear up the other parents, the other parents uh may uh miss mishaps or mayhem that's for each each parent to do for themselves so that the kids understand um the balance of what each person's issue was going on at that time um that's so important and i think that once your relationship is over and you're gone and you're in different relationships remarried or whatever the case may be there's no longer the heart. There's no longer reason to harbor bad feelings. Let that go. Let them go. Let those bad feelings go and try to, you know, rebuild a business relationship with that parent so that you guys can uh, successfully parent the children so that they know that they have love on both sides of the fence and that they are supported in everything that they do from both sides. They shouldn't have to hear negative things about the mom or the dad all the time. You know, and I know that there are some knuckleheads, moms and dads. I know that there's some knuckleheads. I've been one of them too, you know, but you think as you grow through life, you should grow and you should learn, you know, and if not, you need to go somewhere and get prayed up. That's the truth. 
You need to go somewhere and you need to pray. And you need to try to get your mind and your heart right with God, because a lot of times people spend a lot of times in church saying, praise God, and amen. And then you still walk out with a scorned heart, leaning over to people, whispering and talking and speaking about the other person in a foul way when your backyard ain't clean. You got trash all in it, too. You know, so you got to you got to learn how to how to how to let go. I didn't say you know, mend it and then y'all go climb in bed together. That ain't what I said. I said mend the problem so that we are not only helping heal the children and ourselves, but we're teaching the children what it means to have good relation. And that's been a major problem out here, even in the streets. You know, our young daughters or our young sons are getting in relationships that are foul because of what they've gained from us, the knowledge and, and the sight that they've seen us do. And the acceptance of things that they've seen us do, you know, we have to find a way to make a difference and settle our indifferences and make a change. It's time to do that. And that's a part of something I wanted to just say today, you know, and I'm saying this out of love to everybody. You know, if you claim that uh, that you are a part of God's product and what God says be about. And you say that you're a person of God, you go to church, you love God, you stand up for God, then have the same compassion of the God that you say that you love so much because God has compassion. God is a compassionate God. And that's where we're at with this. You know, I know that it's hard sometimes for people to change, but change can happen. And all you have to do is welcome it. Embrace the people that you have in your life. Embrace the step parents if they're good people. I just happen to have uh, a gentleman that's that's a good stepfather in my kids' life. You know, uh, uh, a couple of them. They're really good guys. They love my children the way that I love my children. And that's a blessing. And women, when you have that, plus the, the, uh, the biological father or the biological mother in the children's life, you should embrace that. And you should be thankful to the core of your heart that you have two men that are stand-up-ish. And that can make things happen. Everybody has a past, including yourselves. So don't shuck and jive yourself and don't pretend like you don't. Everybody has a past. You know, love God, love each other, let it go. You know, and rebuild the family structure. You know, don't keep pouring pain into a child and keep trying to bash one another because the only, you know, a child is more closer to the mother. So, of course, She'll still suck on the mother's bosom. And what I mean by that is she'll take in her words as if though it was the, the pure milk. And then the hatred begins in the heart of the child for the other parent. And the only person that could subside that is the person who put it in the air. As my father used to say, once you put it in the air, you can't take it back. But you do got to do something to soothe the wound. You know, so why pour salt into a gaping wound that's crying out for healing? So let's 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 think about that, because it takes a village to raise one child. And if we began to restructure our villages and start um, rekindling the fires of family and unity and bringing children to get back together and, and, and positioning themselves right to in this world, we probably have a much better situation going on than what we've been having. We'll probably have less more deaths going on with our children. And a lot more 
uh, great things happening, you know? So I'm just asking that you stand with me with this and that you stand with me with this and, and, and that and that you find the compassion in your heart to do the same thing, to just keep teaching, keep loving, keep uplifting. And if you praise God, let's praise him together. Let's make things happen. You know, let's start it off. And I challenge. Matter of fact, I challenge every family, every family, every person that has a problem with somebody in your family. I challenge you to call them up on the phone and say, you know what? I love you. And together we can do this. We can change together and we can mend our differences. We can let it go right here. Throw it down on the floor and step on it. We can move it out the way and the devil's a lie. I love you. I love you 100%. What happened yesterday was yesterday. Today's a new day. I forgive you. We all got to pass forgiveness and the doorway of forgiveness at one point in our lives. So we can't pretend like that's not the truth because that's the truth. So I'm just asking to take that challenge today and make a difference. Make a difference in somebody else's life today because you never know tomorrow. You know, myself and, and, and uh, two of my kids' mothers, we buried sons. You know, I buried two sons. And it's... It's, it's, it's something that that's life changing for not just you, but for the kids in the family, for the cousins in the family, for the aunts and the grandmas and the grandpas, the cousins, the uncles, brothers and sisters. You know, it's it, it's it's a uh, it's something that you always feel that uh, you never want to you never want to you know, uh, go through, you never want to be a witness to, and you never want to be a part of. But when it comes and it hits home, it hits home. So you have to figure out how to keep everybody strong, how to keep everybody balanced, because that's what's needed. We got to make a change. We got so many things happening out here to one another we have so many forces against us, so many different strikes that we don't need or we don't have or we shouldn't have time to battle, to battle each other. We shouldn't have time for that. You know, I talk to my sons and I pray that each one of my kids understand that and that I just want them to make it home safe. I just want them to come home safe because there's so many tragedies now that when my phone rings at certain times at night, my heart races, begins to race. My mind begins to wonder. And I hope that whoever's on the other line isn't about to deliver me something I'm not ready for. You know, but I just want to, like I said, put that challenge out there for people. I want people to recognize and understand that you have to value everything that you have. When you put a devalue on something, you've already lost it. You know, so you have to learn to love life and love each other because God is both. 
God is both. And I don't know how somebody would go to church and sit in church and worship and praise and still walk out of the church with an empty cup and still be empty inside, still have a malice heart, still have a malice mind, did not get any type of condition. I call it the shampoo. If you in there, you should have gotten a shampoo and a body wash, a clean wash and a, and, a, and a clean head wash. So that when you walked out the church door, you felt like that new person that you came in to be. You didn't walk in with the same ideology and then leave with the same ideology. It doesn't make sense. You know, when you go to the hospital to be cured or to go to see the doctor, you go for a cure. You go for an antibiotic or you go for a medication that relieves the pain, that subsides the situation for you. But I just want everybody just to just to take a minute. Make that phone call. Let somebody know. Let them know. It's time. It's time. If you let years come in between y'all, don't let another day go by without fixing it, without saying, you know what? I'm sorry. Let's do this. Let's do this. If you really are people of God, like you say you are the same God that I worship, let's go because God does hate. He hates division. And we're the most divided people in this world. Yet we've been through so much, so many struggles. Sometimes I sit back and I think about our forefathers that came before us to lead the way, that made a pathway for us to be able to stand and work and uh, own a home, raise a family. I wonder what they would think about us today and how much a lot of us have taken the struggle and the fight and the life loss that they did and fought for and stood for and we done taken it and thrown it back in their face and here we are flying three or four steps backwards from where we were I wonder what they would think about us I wonder what type of conversation they would bring to us today about our behavior our niggerism our ill-minded thoughts of women our non-existent of manhood that doesn't live amongst many of us. That we want to be something that defiles who we are as black men. I'm just wondering. I'm wondering when we will get back to being a village again. As I said one time before, we treated each other better when we were slaves. Everybody was concerned. You couldn't go two feet down without sister so-and-so or mama so-and-so or Medea saying something to you and making sure that you stayed in check. I just want to say we got to get back. Whatever it takes, we got to get back. We can't keep existing like this.
If we do, we will surely perish. We will surely perish. You know, I love y'all and I appreciate everybody, like I said, that supports our station, GB Hot 97. I know that we're just getting started, but I promise you it's only going to get better. And if we can do anything out here in the community, you call on us. We come out, um, we do interviews on the spot, talking to families or businesses about struggles, uh, things they need that, the, that they need the public to be informed about. So you'll see us out on the scene taking care of business. Again, I raise a challenge to all the families. Hey, let's get it. Call somebody up today and tell them you love them. You heard it from Big Mike on Magic. Mike. GV. Hot 97. And I'll be back with you here in a few moments with the ass of the day.
Hey, welcome back to GV Hot 97. This is your host, Magic Mike, and you're listening to Black Views. Hey, yeah. Hey, if you ready, I'm ready. I tell you what, this is part of the segment that I like quite a bit because when we talk about the ass of the day, we're speaking about somebody who's doing something really, really stupid that doesn't make any sense or just plain, right, crazy. And today I have none other than number 45. (laughs) Number 45 gets the ass of the day again today. And the reason why number 45 gets the ass for me today Number forty-five has has to has uh, proposed to get rid of a program that helps so many struggling families, especially our elder our elders out here, our elderly people, and people with disabilities that need help paying their bills, whether it be you know their light bill, gas bill, or such, and they need help. He wants to do away with the LEAP program. You know, uh, basically, he said that this is not necessary and it's a fraud you know it's kind of crazy when it comes to helping and seeing people that are less fortunate his eyes are blind so I just want to say to number 45 you get the ass of the day make sure he knows it I want families, like I said, just to be strong, man. You see the type of things that we facing? We're going to need each other because the times is finna get real hard. Real, real hard. And we're going to need each other's back because we are being oppressed once again and the tables are against us. One more thing I want to ask that you stay tuned. And you continue to support us. We will keep bringing you informative news. We will keep talking about black views. So we ask for your support. And please support my co-host, Donetta Wallace, Wait to Worship. And oh yeah, DJ Debo. When he moves the reels, the steals on uncut, smooth grooves. Once again, I am your host, Magic Mike, and we thank you for your participation and your support in listening to Black Views. Thank you. This is GV Hot 97. We love you. God bless and peace. Yeah.